hello everybody and welcome to episode number 55 of the story behind the tunes. My name is Calvin Volrath. I am a fiddle player from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada, and uh, I'm having fun with the old podcast here. Got 11 stories to tell you today, kicking it off right now with the Fiddle Roosters. There we go. That is called the Fiddle Roosters. There's a tune that I wrote for... There's a club in Edmonton. Hey, it started back up in the 1980s, run by uh, Bernie and Carol McClelland. Um, it's called the Fiddle Roost, and it's a place where fiddlers get together and jam, you know, on a Tuesday night, and they have country music jams now on Monday nights, and, well, through this whole pandemic, everything's kind of gone up in the air, and... Uh, you know what, uh, now that restrictions are lifted, we're trying our best to keep the doors of the fiddle roost open. This is a, I did a fiddle workshop there at the Fiddler's Roost oh, oh, a bunch of years ago, and I wrote a tune for all the students that day and called it the Fiddle Roosters. Um, I met Bernie years ago. I was only 17 years old. I was at a fiddle contest at Lake Eden, um, Alberta. And I was up on the stage playing in the contest, and I heard this huge, huge voice in the crowd holler, Tamaracker down! I thought, oh my God, that's a big fella. And after the contest was over, this fella came up and introduced himself, and he, I, he said he was the fella that hollered Tamaracker down in the crowd. Well, he wasn't no big fella, that's for sure. He was, you know, if I was uh, six feet tall, he was 5'6 uh, or 5'5, five, five, something like that. 
but uh, the power in his voice, well, we've been friends ever since, and Bernie loves the fiddle music. He lives in Edmonton, and he's originally from Nova Scotia, and that's a big reason why he's uh, such a fan of the fiddle. He plays the fiddle himself, plays the piano a little bit, and he started the club, The Fiddler's Roost, and now every month, uh, the my uh, country swing band, we play there the first Saturday of uh, every month and if you're in the Edmonton area and want to come out check it out it's a great time a great little club holds a hundred people and uh, we have a blast that was released on the album called Dancing Northern Lights in 2010 the great Paul Dacier from Quebec is playing the piano and old Cal's playing the rest of the instruments and now speaking about Bernie McClelland and him hollering Tamaracker down many, many years ago. And I still hear him holler it once in a while. And Bernie's a great bones player. He plays the bones and he's just absolutely fabulous at it. And anyways, back in 1996, uh, 20 years after I met him, I wrote him a tune, called it Tamaracker Down. And uh, that was the title track of the album released in 1997. Here we go, Tamaracker Down on the old barn floor.
Summer Dunker Down. Everybody sing. <laughs> there we go. I love that tune. That's lots of fun. That was released 1997. I mentioned that earlier on the album called Tamaracker Down, recorded at Bill Hobson Studio. My good buddy Bill Hobson, Crowtown Productions, I believe it was called. Uh, the great Trent Bruner's on the piano. Uh, the wonderful Derek Strimmel's on the bass guitar. I'm suspecting I'm probably playing the the acoustic guitar, clogging the feet. And we had, uh, oh, Derek and Bill and uh, Bill's gal, Dale Latticer, and I'm guessing myself and Trent, and we were, uh, we became the choir. We called ourselves the Edmontones, and uh, we were doing the, the singing there. Ah, such memories. I've mentioned many times over the many episodes we've done that I do a promotion called Gift a Tune where uh, people can contact me and I can uh, uh, maybe write them a tune. Well, I was contacted by the son of uh, Judy Borer. Judy lives in Douglas, Ontario, and I believe her son's name was Simon. He contacted me and uh, asked if I could write a, a waltz for his mom who was a fiddle player, and she loved the old-time music and loved the the, the Métis style. And Métis style, often they'll find tunes are a little bit crooked. I didn't know Judy at all, uh, but I composed this waltz that doesn't have uh, eight bars or 16 bars. It has, uh, which is kind of standard, at the end of every verse and chorus, I believe I add an extra bar. So if it's eight bars, well, it's nine bars. Uh, and if it's uh, 16 bars, well, it's we add one more and it's 17. And it's a beautiful waltz. And uh, since then, uh, well, Judy loves the waltz and Judy's been taking my online uh, fiddle camps. So we're kind of getting to know Judy very well. And uh, if anybody's interested in having a tune written for them, this is what I do. I write music. I didn't know. I didn't sit down to practice that. They just got melodies going through my head, and I kind of think we're all capable of doing that, and I've just kind of let myself go, and I accept, and uh, and I write music. If anybody has a tune, or if anybody has somebody special in their life, and maybe that is you, yourself, you'd like a tune for you or a tune for somebody else, get a hold of me. Go to calvinvolrath.com, and on there you'll see a tab that says, uh, under Walmart, says Gift a Tune. Click on that and fill out the form, and I'll get in contact with you. But in the meantime, have a listen to Judy Bohr's Waltz.
time waltz right there. That sounds like it could have been written many, many, many years ago. I've taught that at the fiddle camps now for the last couple of years. People are liking that tune, and I can just see the, all the old-time folks waltzing to that around the floor. Thanks so much, uh, Simon, for contacting me and uh, requesting a tune for Judy. Uh, such a lovely person. This was released on an album in 2020 called 2020 Fiddlin', edition number one, Calvin Volrath and Friends. Uh, It sounds like uh, there's no piano on there at all, just old Cal playing everything. Go figure. Up here in Canada, we have some famous fiddling triplets. Uh, You know what? I am the father of triplets, um, uh, but not these ones. Uh, These are the Shriers. They come from Ontario, and all three of them are great, great fiddle players, uh, starting with Louis Schreier uh, and then Pierre Schreier and Daniel Schreier and their brother Raymond, who's not a triplet. I think he's maybe a little bit older than uh, the triplets. Uh, he's a great fiddle player and a maker of violins. And their sister Julie is an absolute fabulous piano player. What a talented family they are. And you know, I've got to be pretty close with Louie over the years, uh, and I believe the year was 1991 or 1992, I entered into the Canadian Grandmasters Contest in Ottawa. I hadn't entered contests in years, and I decided to go. I just I just went. I didn't go down there to win or even make the finals. I went down there, hopefully, I was going down and playing my own music, hoping that somebody might like it and hire me. And I was just wanting to get my name known in the East. And as it turned out, I did make the finals. I was shocked. I made the finals doing my own thing. And uh, I think I might have come second or something that year. Louis Schreier was the winner. And uh, I think I came second. Uh, But anyways, the next morning we were having uh, breakfast. And uh, Louis come up to me and said, Calvin, I mean, I just love the way you play. You seem to do things a little bit different than the other fiddle players here in the contest. And I'd like to get inside your head. Would you mind giving me a, a lesson? Well, I was tickled because Louis is a great, great player and well-schooled and got a great ear and plays so good. Uh, he's won the Canadian Grand Masters four times more than anybody else, and I think he's won the, the Canadian uh, Fiddling Championships, the Opens there in uh, Shelburne, like seven times or eight times or something more than anybody else. And So I was honored when he asked for a fiddle lesson, and I kind of... Uh, showed him a couple of tricks that I got and and him and I have judged so many fiddle contests together together over the years anyways at the end of that workshop he said hey he said I would be honored if you could write a tune for me and he says and it doesn't have to be a standard fiddle contest uh, Don Messer style tune it could be outside the box and so I wrote him a tune a little bit outside the box and I called it uh, because if he was a three-time champion at that point I call it King Louis the Third. Here you go.
third right there for Louis Schreier, now living in Chapeau, Quebec. Uh, you know, I didn't know for sure what he was going to think of that, dude, because it is outside the box. This has become a popular tune. Lots of fiddle players have learned this tune. And, and at the Canadian Grandmasters, they started this uh, uh, tune of choice, which is a tune that is kind of outside the box of the Canadian old time uh, uh, genre. And this has got played lots by lots of fiddlers at the contests and it's a fun tune, and uh, it takes a it takes a skilled person like a Louis Schreier to play that tune. That was released on an album in 1996 called "Something Different," instrumentally yours. An album with two titles. Who knew? Uh, that was uh, recorded in Edmonton at a studio called Midi City, and we recorded that live off the floor, pretty much. Let me see if I can remember everybody that was in that. There's uh, Bill Hobson uh, is on the drums. Uh, Derek Strummel is on the bass. Trent Bruner's on the piano. Richard Chernesky's on the electric guitar. Ralph Ament is on the acoustic rhythm guitar. And uh, old Cal's playing the scrapka, the violin, the fiddle. Hey, Louie, thanks for asking for that tune. Thank you for the inspiration. I'm not sure I've heard you play that. I'm going to set out a challenge right now. Next time I see you, I want to hear you play that. There you go. When the pandemic hit back in March of 2020, us musicians, we ran into a brick wall. What are we going to do? Well, hey, many of us have found a new way to uh, try to stay afloat and uh, make a living. And I kind of got into doing some video editing and doing the online workshops, the online camp. And I thought about doing a podcast, uh, just telling the story of my tunes. When I was out performing, I was always playing my tunes and telling the stories. And people love the stories. So I started the podcast, The Story Behind the Tunes, in hopes that people will enjoy the show direct them to my website calvinvolrath.com to hopefully purchase a cd or an mp3 digital download i've got all my albums are are on uh, my website you can download them immediately and it's similar to itunes but better than itunes because at itunes you get the audio you don't get any credits or anything like that on my website you get the cover you get all the credits who played on all the stories of the tunes i always type in there why the tune is called what it is. CalvinVolrath.com is where you go. I also have all the sheet music. I've got it in, and you can download it as a, as a, as a book or individual sheets. And everything's listed in alphabetical order. I have video lessons on Camp Calvin. And so if you're enjoying the podcast and enjoying what I'm doing and you believe in uh, music and musicians, you'd be doing me a great favor if you would go to my website and purchase a cd we got lots of cds we can mail everywhere in the world or you can download anything immediately calvinvolrath.com another great fiddle player that comes from ontario her name is julie fitzgerald i met julie at the canadian grandmasters fiddle contest oh many many years ago she's won that contest once or twice i'm not exactly sure a wonderful, wonderful player. Her whole family is so talented. Uh, Carrie and Tom and uh, great people. Well, I wrote a tune for Julie. And I know that she's into bluegrass and all kinds of different things outside the box. 
tough things to play. I wrote her a tune here. This is called Julie's Swinggrass. Julie's Swinggrass, a neat little tune. Well, a neat, that's a tough tune to play right there. I haven't played that since I wrote it, uh, but it's a dandy for a dandy fiddle player. I'll tell you what, I'd like to hear Julie play that. Julie, I haven't heard you play that. I challenge you. I'd like to hear you do it. I know you'd tear it up real good. That was released on an album in 2011 called Fiddle Nation. And who's playing on there? The great Trent Bruner. He's playing the piano. And on the steel guitar is a great steel player from Quebec by the name of Jean-Guy Grenier. I found him on a, on TV on um, Crime Stoppers. No, not Crime Stoppers. No, he was on a TV show, uh, a French country music TV show. And I looked him up on Facebook and found him and a great, great player. Ah, Back in 2017, I believe maybe that was the last time I taught at the Montana uh, State uh, Fiddle Camp 
in Monarch, Montana. Hope to get back again one day. I've been there many, many, many times over the years. But in 2017, they have this auction on the last night of camp, uh, um, every every week of camp, and on the on the last night of the camp, they have an auction where they raise money and you know try to raise money to keep the camp going next year. And in 2017, they asked if I would uh, 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 donate uh, uh, writing a tune, composing a tune for somebody. If they would, uh, hey, and, and people bid on it. Now they got a lot of money. I can't remember how much uh, how much money they raised, but anyways, it it's all going to a good cause. There was a young gal in my class. Her name was Kelsey Kolka. She came to the camp with her grandparents. And her grandparents, they won the bid that night at the auction. And they asked if uh, if I would compose a waltz for uh, Kelsey's uh, parents, uh, Laurie and Brian, who had passed away uh, in years gone by. I said I would do my best. Well, this is what I've come up with. This is called Laurie and Brian's Waltz.
Hey, Kelsey, I hope you're still playing the fiddle. I know that your your mom and dad would be so proud. Thank you so much for the inspiration in writing that waltz. That was released in 2018 on an album called uh, The Old Wagon Wheel. Sounds like old Cal's playing everything on that particular tune right there. I'm thinking the year might have been 1995 at the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp. Uh, we had some, uh, while well, we got great, great memories from there. You've heard me talk about it lots over many episodes. Well, that week at camp, anybody that came from Edmonton, Alberta, got a nickname. Uh, you know, uh, um, uh, so I lived in Clairview, a section of Edmonton, so my nickname was Clairview Cal. And Donna Ellerbeck, who lived in Castle Downs, her nickname was Castle Downs Donna. And she had a sister-in-law by the name of Diane Ellerbeck, and she lived downtown, so she was downtown Diane. Well, I had a first part of a tune, and Trent had a second part of a tune. We put the two together, and it sounded quite French. And we felt that a good-sounding French title was in order. So we tried to take off on Diane's nickname, and we named this La Dion Danton. Well, we know that's not French, it's not correct, but it's got a good ring to it. I hope you enjoy this little uh, may-oui French-Canadian tune, La Dion Danton. Yowzer, 
That one's moving along right there. La Dion d'Anton, mais oui, mes amis. That sounds uh, Francais Canadian right there. That was released in 1996 on an album called Instrumentally Yours, Something Different. Look at that, an album with two titles. Who knew? And the great Trent Bruner is on the piano. And on the spoons is Fonsi DeLore, originally from uh, Nova Scotia and now in Edmonton. Trent, we got us a pretty good tune right there. We're going to have to uh, play that again. I don't think we've played it since 1995. Well, recorded in 96. Okay, we played it in 96. Let's play it again. Or like they say in Francais, encore, encore, encore. The main man involved with the Canadian Grandmasters Fiddle Association way back in the beginning he was one of the main people that started the, the Canadian Grandmasters Fiddle Championships. His name is Len Grace. Well, Randy Foster and I, we wrote a jig for Len and called it Len Grace Jig. Here we go.
right on the Len Gray's jig. A good tune, Randy. We got a good tune. That was so popular back in the day. Everybody was playing that tune. We haven't heard it much. Mind you, we haven't heard a whole lot of anything here lately with the darned old pandemic. But that is the Len Grace Jig. Len, thank you so much for uh, inspiring that tune and your vision many, many years ago and uh, bringing all of Canada together with the uh, Canadian Grandmasters Fiddling Association. Um, Len passed away a number of years ago and his good wife, Norm, Norma. Uh, they did so much for the fiddle community in Canada. Uh, dear, dear people. That was released on an album in 1997 called Tamaracker Down. Trent Bruner playing the piano, Derek Strummel playing bass and acoustic guitar. Old Cal on the fiddle. There we go. Just a little tidbit on that tune. Uh, I taught that tune to my class uh, at uh, the very first Canadian Grandmasters uh Fiddle Association back to their uh, their very first camp that they had, at I think they held that at the Carleton University in uh, in Ottawa. It's so one of the very first tunes taught at that camp was the Len Grace Jig. So fitting. Hey, well, it's time to give a shout out to my good buddy Mike Gilmore at Collectors Corner Violins. Hey, all your fiddle needs, violin needs, whatever you need, Mike Gilmore is the guy. He's located in Edmonton, Alberta. He has a website, ccviolins.ca. He's got a great selection of uh, fine, fine instruments, student-grade instruments, uh, bows, whatever you need, strings, chin rests, chin pads, shoulder rests, whatever you need. I'll tell you what, he can ship worldwide. He's a great repairman of fiddles as well. He's repaired a number of my fiddles over the years and set up lots of them. He's a great supporter of fiddle music in Canada, the fiddle organizations and the young fiddlers, giving everybody a break, whatever he can. Go check him out, ccviolins.ca. Old Michael, he won't do you no wrong. Hey, we're heading back to the Emma Lake Fiddle Camp days again, and Johnny and I, we got so many special tunes that we've written at that camp and because of that camp. I remember John and I were driving down the highway one time. I think we might have been leaving Edmonton and we were heading to Winnipeg because Patty had just won the uh, Canadian Grandmasters Fiddling Championships. Uh, and so they were having a big celebration for uh, Patty in Winnipeg and John and I were invited and we're driving down the road, and I remember hey, hey, both John and I, we love our food. We stopped at a Safeway in Saskatoon because we were in a hurry. We didn't have time to uh, stop at a restaurant and take our time, sit down and eat. And No, no, let's just stop at the Safeway. And Johnny ran in and bought a schwack of bologna, and a, he got a plastic knife and a, a loaf of white bread and a, I think maybe some mustard. And we got driving down the highway, and Johnny was ripping the the bologna apart, throwing it into some bread and throwing, throwing a little, squeezing a little bit of mustard on there. And we ate, we were eating high on the hog, let me tell you right there. Anyways, driving down the highway, Johnny and I, just the two of us, I'm sure the people passing us are probably wondering what's going on because Gene, John, he would lean over towards me and he'd be humming a tune in my, uh, in my ear making sure I got all the right notes. And this tune him and I wrote together as we were driving down the highway, and we named it after a dear lady 
the, I think she might have been at the very first fiddle camp there at, in uh, in um, at Emma Lake, and she was elderly then, and she came for oh my goodness, she must have come there for. 20 years, 15 years anyways. And she came that first year. She said she hadn't played the violin in years and years, and it was always her dream to be able to play a fiddle tune. And she came every year. Her name was Min Fogel, and Johnny and I wrote her a waltz. This is called the Min Fogel Waltz. goodness that brings back so many memories right there men Fogel, what a dear lady you know what uh men thank you so much for inspiring that uh, wonderful waltz that was so popular everybody was playing that tune for many many years um uh men uh i'll tell you i did a concert with uh, uh buddy spiker at the emma lake fiddle camp and i the year might have been 2004 2005 something like that and uh 
anyways, after we finished our set, we went outside. We were standing outside, and Min Fogel walked up to us and gave Buddy and I the the compliment of uh, un- unbelievable. She said, "Look, if when I die, I don't go to heaven, I can say I was there tonight." And uh, and she had tears in her eyes. That was such a nice compliment. What a dear lady she was. She passed away a number of years ago. But uh, what a beautiful waltz for a beautiful lady. That was released, originally released in 1995 on an album called Red River Trails. Uh, that was just Trent Bruner on the piano and myself on fiddle. We recorded that album live to dat. Dat tape. It was uh, no multi-tracking in those days. It was just live. The two of us playing together. We have some real good friends that lived in uh, uh, Ascot Corner in uh, Quebec, right near Sherbrooke. Uh, Maurice Gregoire and Dominique Bouchard. And uh, their nickname was Grey Boo. And whenever I went to go perform in Quebec, they were there helping out Ray at the tape table or at the CD table, whatever. And uh, just really, really good friends and uh, good supporters of, uh, of the music. And, and uh, anyways, I wrote them a tune, a French-Canadian st- sounding tune. This is called Les Grebous de Ascot Corner. Thank you. 
Teal. May we? That is a French-sounding tune right there. I love that. Love the feeling that. I got a couple of great Quebec musicians playing with me on that. On the piano is Rochelle Ocoin, and Saban Jacques is playing the accordion. That's a husband and wife team. They come from, I think, uh, up near Quebec City, Levi, Quebec, maybe. Uh, great, great musicians, and I th- thank you so much to uh, Dominic and Marie's for inspiring that tune right there. That was uh, recorded and released on an album in 2013 called Super Califidalistic. Uh, Le Grebu de Dascot Corner. Dascot Corner. I, I don't. My French is not very good. Uh, if I was French, it would be better. I got time for one more tune in episode number 55. And picking up a real uh, popular tune over the years. I think I released this in 2005. I'll figure that out and let you know after we hear it. But I I met a fella by the name of Laverne Hummel at the Pembroke Fiddle Contest. He's a great fiddle player. He wasn't in the contest. I just met him at Fiddle Park. He would always end up in Fiddle Park on Sunday afternoon. To hear the other fiddle players play, I never got a chance to hear him for a long time, many years. He's a great player, and he's he might be 90 years old now, I'm not sure. Getting real close, and he still fiddles real good. I just know that all the seniors in fiddle classes are just thankful that Laverne is not entering because they'd get their butts kicked on many occasions. He's a great player. And I, I, I remember when I heard him play, he was doing some kind of a tune with some double bowing, a little bit of fancy fiddling. I wrote him a tune that's got a little bit of fancy fiddling in it. I call this the Laverne Hummel Special. Thank you. 
Yes, indeed. Laverne Hummel is a special, special guy. I'll tell you what, uh, if you've heard him play, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't heard him play, I know he recorded an album. I recorded an album for him, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago or something. Wonderful player. See if you can find it out there somewhere. And Laverne, I hope uh, you're listening to the program. Thank you so much for the inspiration in that tune. That has become a popular, popular tune. We hear that at fiddle contests in the in the tune of choice category, and many fiddle players have recorded it. That's the great Trent Bruner on uh, on the piano. Old Cal's playing the rest of uh, the instruments, and it was released in 2002, not 2005, on an album called Friendship. <laughs> Well, there we go. Episode number 55 of the story behind the tunes in the books. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've had fun reminiscing uh, the old stories and hearing the old tunes. We don't get to hear them. I don't sit at home and listen to my music here. You know what? I was out performing all the time and... uh, so thankful that I was able to play my own tunes. People request my tunes. And when I was performing, every tune, every tune had a story. People love the stories just as much as they love the music. And hey, over a year ago, I was going, oh, I sure miss playing. And I was listening to one of my albums on my way up to Cold Lake to go golfing one day. And this tune come on and I had the whole story in my head. Oh, I would have said that if I was doing a show and I start, oh, maybe I should do a podcast. That'll kind of get me back into music here a little bit. I've enjoyed it. Episode 55, over a year of this already. But things are starting to open up, and we're hoping to get out and play. If you're at all interested in having old Cal come out and play in your community, send me an email, calvinvolrath at gmail.com, and we'll see if we can put a little tour together to come out and entertain in your area. That's it, everybody. That's it. That's all. There is no more. Until next time, you take care, stay safe, and have a good day.